Hello and welcome to Keanu Club, like a cool breeze over the mountains. This is episode 85, John Wick, chapter 4 from 2023. I'm Joey Lewandowski. And I'm Mike Manzi. Mike, this is maybe spoilers mm. the end of the john wick no, not the franchise because there's ballerina coming with anna Darmus. there is yes. supposedly a john wick chapter five but this could be spoilers mm. the end of john wick oh quite possibly we'll get there when we get there but there are outs if they want them and there's maybe a prequel television series i heard about still the universe is thriving i need to say off the bat okay i'm gonna put this out there hate if you want I think each John Wick movie is worse than the previous one. I think this okay. is, I'm going to frame this as saying, I'm going to like this more than most movies I see this year. I think this is going to be better than most movies I see this year. Mm-hmm. I was surprisingly bored for the first two hours. I could see that. It is way too long. I agree. It is way too slow. I kind of agree with that. Yeah. It's not like an action movie. And then it becomes Hotline Miami, like the top down fight scene. Like, this is amazing. This is incredible. Right. right. It becomes the Warriors at the end. And I'm just like, okay, this is where I want it to be. But like, this movie annoyed me in how kind of like up its own ass it was like it's it's (laughs) sniffing its own farts in a way Mm, where it's like this is the most important thing in the world Mm -hmm. and i look on letterboxd and everyone is going crazy for this movie Mm -hmm. and i'm like what am i not seeing i i don't think i don't think you're missing anything there's definitely for me fatigue with this series just because it's like an endurance test to watch some guy go on a killing spree yeah. for two hours, let alone three hours. And I don't want this to sound bad. Like it's a lot more of the same. Okay. Yes. Uh, and there's a lot of great stuff in here, but there's also a lot of stuff like they could have trimmed. Like I heard that they shot. It was like three four, hours and 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah, I heard it's they, crazy. they essentially shot four and five back to back and decided just to make four is what I heard. And they cut like an hour out of this. They could have cut an extra half hour, 45 minutes. Yeah. So easily. like, I th- so I, I think a lot of the issue that I had with this, again, I think this is a very, I think when it's good, it's great, like better right. than most movies I've ever seen. There's peaks, yeah. I think my big issue with this movie, sorry, Keanu, is it's just, it's personal taste in that, like, I don't like when things get too world buildy. Like, I, I love the, the first movie is perfect to me because it's a story of revenge. Mm-hmm. It's a guy who's just getting revenge on a yeah. bunch of assholes yeah. who killed his dog. Death Wish, nice old school. And then they're like, thing. but what if? We told a story about the hotel and the manager and mm-hmm. the concierge mm-hmm. and other hotels around yeah, the world. And, and all the visitors. And there's this thing called the high table. And then we're going to add Pennywise. I'm like, I am Pennywise. tired of seeing Skarsgård and all these. Like, you know, it's, it's, He's my favorite part of this movie. I liked Rina Sawayama as, I don't know her character what, name. I can look it up. Akira? Yes. Yeah, she's great. She's, she's, great. A, she's a pop star. Do you know her? I have no so clue. So I saw her perform in Spain. She's awesome. Oh, awesome. Um, she's really good. Like, There's like characters in here that I really like, but it's just, I don't care about the world. Like, I like... Mm-hmm. Morpheus. I like Lawrence Fishburne here as the king. But like even he coming in, like when he's just like a boxing announcer, like welcome to John Wick <laughs> 4. And I'm just like, he does nothing. It's tough. It feels like they might have known that this is all they want to do. So they're putting everything they have into it. It's like their last hurrah. I don't, I don't feel like that Keanu's coming back for another movie. John Wick. Well, because spoiler, he dies at the end of this movie. It's assumed that he's dead. Yeah. Sort of surprised me. Kind of me too, you know? But like that's the way heroes are going out. James Bond. John Wick. True. You know, I, I just like... did at the end when Ian McShane and Lawrence Fishburne are at his grave side by side with his wife. I expected when Lawrence Fishburne walked away yeah. 
for John to come out from behind a tree and be like, now I can start fresh just again. From or something, behind right? a tree. Like, you know, like he's just I, there. I, I more wanted his fist to come up out oh, of the ground no, like I a think monster. Was, I think <laughs> he they, is like, the Baba Yaga. I thought you they like, not kill him. faked his death. Then there's no, just, I did too. I did too. But did you stick around? There's a scene after the credits. Yeah, I didn't stick around for it because I just Googled it and then I left the theater. It's like, okay. Could have been a scene in the movie at the very end. Right. I don't know. And, and a nice little wrap up montage thing. Uh, I feel you, man. Like, I, I don't know. But it you loved it. Like, you I didn't. I wouldn't say I, I dropped. It down, have I'm four starring it because, okay. like, I, when I got home yesterday, it was four and a half. For yes, you. I was just like, was. Whoa, okay. But then I watched Viva Las Vegas and I was like, No, that's a five star. Well, movie. that's also crazy. We'll <laughs> talk about that next. <laughs> and, um, like, what I very much enjoyed about it was when it got super creative. I think visually it's gorgeous, you know, just the stunt work is phenomenal, but it is too much. Uh, I love Skarsgård's opulence, like, that to me, like, he should have been they should have. I feel like they did this character several times, like in part two with the guy calling in the marker and then mm -hmm. that kind of thing but they did it i feel like they finally got that side of the table right whatever because like you go to his place and he's got like all those famous works of art and like yes. all the amazing clothes and food and everything and it's just like okay i get it these guys control the world basically like that's why cops don't intervene that's why the fbi isn't showing up that's right. why like everybody's an assassin on this planet it doesn't need to get that big like what i loved i think what we both very much liked about john wick the most is how how central to new york city the storytelling was you know mm -hmm, and it's mm -hmm. like people came to him uh i didn't quite enjoy the globe hopping as much as I thought I would in this one. It I, almost I feels thought, like a movie too late. I thought Japan was cool. And then they go to Europe and just like, it all kind of feels yeah. the same. It's like, well, this is, you know, this yeah. is Belarus and this is France. Because in two like, and three, they only go to one spot and then he gets back to New York. And here he's like jumping all over the place and he never gets back to New York. Uh, in a, he gets there in a coffin. Yeah. And it just, it just seemed to be a lot of stuff that, didn't quite fit right for me. Like, why did they get rid of Lance Reddick's character? Oh, well, that was also such a bummer because he just passed away in real life. Yeah, and then and we, we have see to him watch him die. 15 minutes in, I'm just like... Right. But, but, but like what blew my mind is like, you basically have the perfect role for him in this movie as the concierge is like, give him the tracker's uh, entire storyline. Like, he's the guy looking after John's dog. So make him the guy that the uh, Bill Skarsgård, like, forces like gives him his name he's like forcing him to hunt john wick or yeah, something yeah. and and he becomes sort of the um willem dafoe character from the first movie who's like saving him mm -hmm. all the time because this new guy like just didn't fit in for my taste and make much sense to me and like i wasn't following that story feel like an extra thing it's also weird that the, the new guy is named mr nobody where it's like yeah Okay, what? I know that not everybody cares about the Fast and Furious the way that I do, but like that's a major franchise with a fairly major character named Mr. Nobody. There's just the Bob Odenkirk movie called Nobody. Based on the John Wick success. Okay, so now you're going to have another guy go by Mr. Nobody and yeah. also as a dog? And I'm like, yeah, but like Halle Berry had dogs? It's like, I right. get that dogs are intertwined. It's just like, this felt like almost like a greatest hits of the thing. And I was just, I don't know. I also like... We don't need that at greatest hits. I also know that I'm being hypercritical of a movie that I very much enjoyed i didn't love but i very much enjoyed so I, if you're if you're still listening thank you number one <laughs> number two i'm sorry i don't know like it just kind of felt like okay now they're doing swords like and also what drove me crazy is everyone's bulletproof now like well the, like okay. the bulletproof suits yeah. drive that, me bananas me too i wrote down 
you know, headgear. Like, at least give them bulletproof helmets or face guards or sunglasses yeah. or some shit like that. But if we're going to go there, we haven't gone far enough into the high tech of this world. You mm -hmm. know, like, we got those cool bullets that set people on fire at the end of this, the top-down person. The like, dragon's breath. Those yeah. were cool, but, like, where's his tracer bullets? Like, where's his Don't Mandalorian know. bullets? Like, he needs, like, cooler tech. <laughs> it felt like to me, like, when you're playing a video game and you're going along in later levels, it's like the same enemies, but they have more armor now. And it's just mm -hmm. like, they're not new enemies. They're just more annoying and to kill because they color have, palettes. Right. And it's just like, okay, so they just have more. And so like now, instead of just shooting the guy, he has to like basically pin the guy against a wall and like shoot up under his chin right. because like that's the one exposed space. And so like every kill is the same. Right. Like what was amazing to me, and I think to most people and why there's four of these movies and spinoff series and movies and whatever, is because the first movie, there were such inventive action scenes yeah. and ways that he was killing people and like pinning guys against walls with guns while he reloaded or whatever and none of those people were bulletproof right and he's just killing guys in inventive ways and here they're like okay so now we all have to have like body armor that like we're all bulletproof but somehow like sword can still kind of kill people and like what also throws me off is like there's that big guy who like has the poker game the poker game was the dumbest thing in the oh, movie. oh i know it's just that that slowed everything down and so like there's this like overweight dude who like you're the movie's like this guy is a total badass like look he's got this whole thing and like he looks yeah. in this billion dollar suit and yeah, whatever yeah, but yeah. it's just like he's kicking john wick's ass i'm like who is this guy yeah why is this like overweight dude? not I'm, I'm not fat shaming him no I'm just, no I'm but just it's saying, a guy like, in a fat suit john wick is like the guy right like he is the 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 yeah, boogeyman yeah, this, he's the yeah. ultimate killer and this guy that we've never met before who's like out of shape just like a poker dude is like throwing him off cliffs yeah no it didn't make much sense to me too and it's like he has to kill this guy to redeem his name and his family to get like his yeah. brand back so that he can do the duel like mm -hmm. it just feels like such a side quest that is completely unnecessary plus it leads to the worst action sequence of the movie where they're just fighting in the club and everyone's raving around them and like so dumb what the, and it's not like they, we've seen that in John Wick before, but everyone dancing looks stupid for some reason. Yeah. And there is some some stuff about that, too, is like the action itself just felt a little slower, like they were kind of telegraphing everything a little more than previous movies, mm -hmm. maybe because they're older and slowing down a little bit and stuff. But like it has been like, you know, eight years since the first yeah. movie. Right. What I appreciated was that I felt like Bill Skarsgård. I, I, I don't I, I think he's a fine actor. I don't like I just like when he pops up, I think I'm just like, all right, because I don't like the it movies. And like, so it's like an Did upward you like battle. the uh, barbarian. I love barbarian. He was such a. Like he well, was there to throw you off. Type. Yes. Yeah. He's just like, oh, he's actually like a, an okay guy. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. but spoilers for Barbarian, but not really spoilers, but kind of whatever. Well, it's not the spoiler. It's not, it's not one of the five spoilers for Barbarian. <laughs> um, I like that his was kind of like the first movie where like, he's not super powered. Yeah. Like he's just like a spoiled, not spoiled really, but like well, just kind of a spoiled money. rich kid. Yeah. And then at the end, he's just like, I'm going to be the one who kills John Wick. And then Ian McShane's like, you idiot. You arrogant asshole. And he, he gets shot and killed. Like, so like, cause there's no way the way that the movie portrays Bill Skarsgård that he was ever going to stand toe to toe with John Wick. And so I like that there wasn't like this showdown at the end where they had like some fist battle, like fist fight or whatever. Like he Although just, that would have been amazing if it was revealed that like he's like Frieza in Dragon Ball where like he only fights once and it's to like land the death blow and like kill Goku. <laughs> it's like, you know, everyone just assumes that he's a little shit, but then he's just like, no, I actually have some skills. That would have been more creative. Sure. I just don't understand how like this this whole franchise has become about world building in a way where it's yeah. like there are so many badasses. Look at all these dudes. And I feel like the owner of the Osaka Continental, like just the fact that he's like an old Japanese, like this might be like a little like positive racism or 
or whatever, but like just like an old Japanese dude who like looks like a samurai. I'm like, this guy's a badass. Yeah. But then you have like a, an overweight dude in a nice purple suit playing poker. I'm like, this guy's not a badass. No, you know what no. I mean? Like, and, and so, and, he, and I could tell that like he was in a he was in a suit. You know, so like yeah. it would have been way more impressive if it was like an actual dude that size who had those moves. But like I'm watching it going like, well, I know this is all makeup, and the guy's actually like flipping around and doing these kicks that are like impossible. Uh, so it sort of like draws me out of it. Oh, one more thing about their like Kevlar suits. It just looks stupid. I'm sorry. It's like the one thing that bothered me the whole movie when you just take your suit and put it in front of your face yes. like Dracula. Like wear a cut, get a cape. I know. Get a Kevlar, be Batman. That's what Batman does. Yes. Also like shoot him in the hand, shoot him in the face. Like they're, they're not yeah. wearing. Yeah. The crotch, like that would be the, you know, the new headshot is the lower head. I also, man, like, it, <laughs> you know, again, coming from the Fast and Furious where like the world's longest runway, like this 26 mile long airplane hangar but like at the end when john falls down all 102 stairs that was hilarious and he's like i got two or three minutes and then like it's like eight earth minutes before he gets to the top (laughs) and like he gets up there i'm just like okay i knew that was coming too i mean but like here's the thing is there's there's like moments okay like so i wrote down my favorite action scenes and Mm -hmm. i was like okay this the stairs at the end amazing uh the arc de triomphe yes okay Conceptually, super cool. Super cool. Awesome. Maybe that went on a little long, but that was really cool. He got the Carfu, the Japan escape. I thought was incredible. The opening stuff and um, the top down building where he's setting people on fire with the bullet with the with the new bullet stuff. So like you just take those, condense the movie down around those action sequences and what are needed to tell that story. Yeah. And I, you cut all that stuff out about him needing to rejoin his family to issue the duel. You know, that's not necessary. He just has to come up and say duel, and that should be right. enough. Like, it's just a way to make it leaner and meaner, which is making me kind of come around to what you're thinking is like uh, earlier saying that, like, it's become like they feel like they're more important than they are. We don't need to know. It's not Star Wars. Like, people don't really need to know the backstory of, like, the background character. And I get that people love that. Like, this is the thing that I always, that I think I mostly suffer from, and suffer might be the wrong word, in, like, sci-fi. Like, the first season of, did you watch Orphan Black with Tatiana Maslany? I watched the first season. So the first season I love, because it's like, this woman finds a woman who looks exactly like her, she gets, you know, she dies, she kills herself in, like, a, a train or whatever, and, like, all of a sudden she finds, like, these three other women who look exactly like her, it's like, yeah. what is going on? Which has happened, which is cool because that's happened like in real mm-hmm. life, like triplets find each other after yes. like an incident or something. And then as that show goes on, it's like, well, there's actually this insidious company that's like cloning people. And there's just also boy clones. There's girl clones. It's just like, I don't mm. care, man. Like, <laughs> and I, it, it's, that's, a, again, a personal taste. Because I know that people love that show from being ended. I'm not trying to knock that. And I think Tatiana Maslany's performance in that is one of the best performances of anything ever. But like, I don't like when things overcomplicate its mythology because it doesn't know how to build in a yeah. way that like I personally find satisfying. Yeah. Here's here's what I would have preferred, okay, is bring back common. Bring back yeah. people from the last couple movies. Bring back John Leguizamo. Bring these people back mm-hmm. instead of like introducing new people who are like, I used to be John Wick's best friend. Yeah. And now I have to go kill him. Yeah. Like Oh, look, we haven't talked about maybe the best part of this movie, which is Donnie Yen. But like, Donnie Yen is great. Also unnecessary, which is what was bothering me. You know, he's just there. Uh, and I'm glad he's here because it's some of the coolest shit in the movie again. But and but he's just there because it's like, look how fucking cool he can do all this yes. stuff. I wish story wise it was more connected because it's like how I don't know this guy from from any of the other movies and like every other movie has sort of like brought people over and built relationships. I think that's the thing. Like this is the biggest movie of the four. It's the longest movie of the four. This is like the, in theory, at least in certain ways, like the climax of the franchise. Yeah. And like 90% of the characters are new. 
Yeah. And like the, the guys that carry over are Keanu, obviously. Ian McShane, who like is sort of relegated to the background because the Continental gets blown up very early on. Yeah. And Lance Reddick as Charon or Sharon, like, you know, the, the, yeah, yeah. the de- and, death, right? And like he gets killed 15 minutes in the movie. It's just like, so you spent three movies building up this universe and basically nobody comes back? Yeah. And, like where is wipe the slate clean. anyone? Where, like they even mentioned, um, you know, in part three, you disavowed your family. Go back to Angelica Houston. Yeah. Maybe it's an availability thing. Maybe it's a screenwriting thing. Maybe it's just like, you know, we're not thinking that direction. Like, but like I said earlier, I think, and I think like you said, what was so great about the first one, like it's so stripped and centralized and like ripped to the core that like it doesn't need all this other extra stuff to survive. It it can work on like very few elements. That's what was so great about John Wick 1 is like it's very, very few elements involved in that movie story. And like what frustrates me is that like, like you were saying, the Arc de Triomphe thing, like the house raid sequence at the end are like so unbelievably good. I almost thought for a while that like it was a different director, but no, it's still Chad Zetelsky. Like it's still (laughs) the same guy, right? Like it's like, yeah. Is this a guy doing a copy? Because it didn't feel right. It didn't sound right. And then it gets to the end. We're just like, oh, no, they still have like tricks up their sleeve. It just t- took two hours and 10 minutes to get here. Yeah. Yeah. I-, I mean, maybe it's a bit of exhaustion on the production side, too, you know, and then you catch like a your second wind and who knows what order they shot right, all this right, stuff right, right. in. I definitely did feel it. I do think maximalist, like more is more like me, give me a three hour movie. If it's filled with stuff like Babylon is like my favorite movie in five years. Like yeah. I love movies that are over stuff with stuff. I don't mind length if there's a reason for it. This, I felt like there's just scenes where like dudes are just talking and then they'll cut to another scene where other, different dudes are just talking and they'll come <laughs> back to different dudes just talking. And like, there's not even like, okay action. It's just conversation. Mm-hmm. And it's just like moving chess pieces around a table to set up the end game. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't need to see this. Yeah. Because what John Wick, used to do so well also was tell their story through the fighting and, and the fight yeah. sequences would like advance the plot in some way or like develop care remember in the last one with the with the japanese guy and he kept like you know they had to keep pausing he's like you know john like this has been awesome right. like i'm having such a great time and john's like you're insane and then he keeps like chopping his fingers off mm-hmm, and he's like mm-hmm, man mm-hmm. i'm really like our relationship's growing and it's just and like, like they tried to do that again here where it's like why aren't you killing him it's like well because it's not enough of a bounty yet i'm like yeah, okay I, but like 23 million's enough but like 20 million's not and like he, and he wants to buy a big house like all that stuff didn't connect with me for this it's like that guy feels like they were setting him up for his own show or his own movie or, right. or something like that um no, nothing against the guy himself you know he's just doing his job but like yeah i just feel like all that stuff could have gone to lance reddick's character like it's such a waste or done in a more sort of flashy way. Like that's another thing about the John Wick universe is I feel like, you know, Donnie Yen brought some flash and flair and personality to it, but a lot of the other and common did, but I feel like, you know, no one has like crazy looks like no one, you know what I'm saying? Like no one is like visually defined. No. Like, well, I mean, like everyone th- kind of looks the same, wears dark clothes, I like think, is very clean cut. The one visual look was when Akira, Rin Sawayama, like takes off her concierge thing and she's just like yeah. in this like metal span or like black spandex like body. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like here right, we go. Right. And then five minutes later, she's shot in the gut and like leaves the movie. Yeah. Why isn't that bulletproof? Don't know. How did she get shot in the gut? Don't know. And like her dad gets shot. Like it just, and she doesn't get back, right? She just is yeah, just she's gone. out of the movie. That felt like in in Bond, right? Where like Anna Darmus is just yeah. like, hey, I'm super cool. I'm a, I'm a splash of life and then I'm not going to come back right. to the movie. It's Maybe like, next time. Because that also felt to me, again, you know, I hate to say, but like, it's just bad writing. Like you don't put that character at the top of the movie and 
keep her alive without bringing her back at the end. Right. Like, she's the one who should show up at the end at the bottom of the stairs and help him get to the top. Yes. That would have been incredible. Who was the guy? Was, what was his name? I am cheaty or whatever. Like, there was the guy who just, like, had the one line that he kept saying. I'm just like... He was the one who dropped off John Wick at the poker game. And it was like this thing where just like he's got like I am Groot, but like he's just saying his name and he's just like beating. I'm just like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like, OK, so like you're saying this guy is like this like quirky character or whatever. And it's like, well, and also like the woman who runs the family in Germany. First of all, why are they in Germany? Don't know. Why? I thought they were Russian, Cossack or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, is that his sister? Is it his niece? Like, what is is this actually John Wick's actual also, Family. why did she have to get the brand on her arm too? Like, why wouldn't she have it already? It just all feels like not necessarily rewrites, but like take it out. Just it, the movie can exist without that whole a- area, and you can literally do like a voiceover of the back of Skarsgård's head going like, "I'm going to wave the idea that he needs to rejoin a family because right. I'm so sure that I'm going to kill his ass." Like something like that. Like after the movie started, like five minutes in, I'm just like, I I the, the, I went to the theater yesterday at like you know late afternoon, so there wasn't a ton of people there, and I just like took out my phone. I'm like, how did three end? Because I feel like if I watched mm. one, two, and I've oh, seen right, one, yeah. I've seen one four or five times. I've seen two, I think probably twice and three, maybe once. But I'm just like, how did three end? Because I'm like, if I watched all of them this week, I would probably be like more into this or whatever. Maybe I would be more disappointed. I don't know. Okay, so he's just going to team up with Morpheus, with Morpheus right. to like take down the high table. I'm like, that's mm-hmm. all I need to remember. Yeah. And this movie basically just like, that's all you need to know. And I'm like, oh, so there's not really more. And then I'm like, as the movie goes on, I'm like, oh, I didn't really even need to know that because like no one returns. It's just like, I know yeah. what Lawrence Fishburne's role is. Like he's like the Lord of the Pigeons and stuff. Stuff, right, like <laughs> I guess so. But they set that up at the end, right? Is that Ian McShane kind of betrays him, but keeps him alive, right? It's like shoots him off the building, but knows he's not dead. And then Lawrence Fishburne and him are like, you know, John, like we've got a lot of cleaning up to do and it's like okay so it's going to be them taking back new york and maybe there'll be like a big showdown at the continental against ian mcshane and all of his armed forces and stuff like that but like this movie is just like no you know what we're gonna do is like we're gonna show like john wick getting ready and then we're gonna cut to him chasing some dudes on a horse in the middle of the desert like shooting like awkwardly like yeah. at them and stuff like what is what was that at the end when he's like i'm gonna need a gun and and lawrence Fishburne goes i thought you'd never ask him like describes in specific detail this gun i'm like i thought john we could like use any gun like yeah. why why is that, that like gun, a super powered gun that gun lasts a minute i know he's he sh- it's like it can hold 20 bullets and he's like awesome and then he just like shoots 20 guys with it and like throws it at the 21st guy mm-hmm. picks up his gun I thought it was the dual gun, you know? I thought, yeah. anyway. The duel was cool. Cool duel. Cool duel. I wanted to love this. I always want to love all these movies. And I think, like, I was thinking as, like, again, while my mind was drifting in these first two hours of this movie, I'm like, at least it's not a man called Otto. We're literally, like, even if we didn't have the podcast, I would go still see this movie and I would still enjoy this movie, right? right but I'm right. just like, I'm just trying to keep in mind, like, I, I don't love this as a John Wick movie, but I like this as a movie. And I think there's a lot of great stuff here. And I like seeing Keanu do his thing and whatever, but it just feels, it almost feels like a parody of John Wick movies where, like, Keanu doesn't talk like this. Like, why is he like, he's even more gravelly yeah. and more John Wick. He's just like, it feels like the Terminator now where all he says is, yeah, or well, I there was, think so. There were those tweets that went viral, like in the last week or two, where it was like, Keanu stripped out almost all of his dialogue and he only said 380 words and like he got paid X dollars. I'm like, they're not paying him to talk. Right. But like, you think back, like the stuff from the first movie that is memorable are his speeches. That is like, true. Like, I'm thinking I'm back. Yeah, like, that yeah, yeah. Just, so like him not talking, it's like, do you remember what made this character Interesting. cool? Interesting. And like yeah. there's stuff in there, like the, I mean, the visual thing, like in the club with the club 
Kaleida song, Think, where he like right. is watching the guy, like he stabs the guy and like watches the life drain out of his face. Yeah, like Joker things style. like that where like it's the action, but it's also the dialogue. And here it's just like Ian McShane saying such is life. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about, you know, when I say like that's a perfect scene in the first movie where it like develops his character. Like yeah. as he's killing people, you see who he is as a person as right. well. And, so, and in this, they're just trying to tell you everything, you know. Um, and the only person I like to hear speaking is Skarsgård because he's got the accent. And I don't know. French-ish, right? Kind of. Yeah, French Italian sometimes. <laughs> where? 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 He's like, so is it vous, Mr. Vicky? It's, just, it's a money accent, right? It's yes, just like, I have point. money. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, excellent call. I eat too much cake. I would like to see Fish and Winston, like Lawrence Fishburne yeah. and the Winston character. Like that, I wish they were more in this together as his assistants or his sidekicks or something. Because there's just something so silly about these three old guys like running yeah. around. <laughs> like, it's like, that movie Red without winking at the camera, right? Where it's just like this is Helen Mirren with a with a machine gun. It's just like, well, you know, twenty years later, mm. she's still in action movies and, and it, Fast it, and Furious, feels, right? But like you're saying, it feels almost a little like they are winking this time, and right. that's unfortunate. And you know, like you say about the John. Wick character himself, maybe there's just nothing left to explore, right? Like, there's just well, like I, they, I, he's not even talking anymore. <laughs> I'm pretty firmly of the belief that his story wrapped in the first movie. Yeah. Like, you I, don't I need, like, I, I don't begrudge anyone's success. Like, right. if you have more stories to tell, if you can make more money, if you can tell good stories, make a million of these movies. But I feel like the way that they're expanding is just like, isn't this world cool? It's like, no, to a me, little, at least it's not. Yeah, to me, it's an interesting place to visit for a movie or two, but I don't need an extended universe going on here. You know, right. I don't, I don't, because it's like, it's, this world is so violent and like, we live in such a violent society mm -hmm. anyway. Like, I, as much as I love John Wick, I don't really want to go see another movie for a long time where all anyone's doing is shooting at each other. Like, it just gets to a like point if you're doing where it I'm in, not in, enjoying if it. If it's in an inventive way, cool, right? Or Bullet like you're shot, yes. Right? A lot of fun, cool, quirky stuff. A lot of gunplay in that. This oh, is well, no, hold on. Let's not... Mm. The don't like that movie either. You don't like Bullet Train? I do not like Bullet I've Train. I had a fun time. Maybe because I haven't been watching enough stuff or enough good stuff. Oh, I've been watching some good stuff. All I mean is there's a, there is a way to do it. And this is this just feels aggressive. This feels like overkill. It's very, like, it's not even exploitation. It's just like, I don't know. It's just a lot. I just feel like the, the first movie revolutionized gunfight and gunfire in movies. Gun foo, I think is what they call yeah, it, yeah. right? And this just feels like, all right. Like it's it's guys with bows and arrows, but like they go away immediately. And then there's like I was guys with swords, and like there's the sumo guys, and just like but all these things that like they're trying to remix things is like yeah, we know you're here for the guns. It's like I'm not really though. I'm here for new things. Yeah, yeah, and I guess that's the issue too. Is like you know people were having trouble with the new Matrix because they were more about exploring new ideas than new new revolutionary action and and special effects, right? And like this kind of feels like they want to do that too, but they don't quite know how or what like yeah. that's about. Like where where what are the themes now? Right. Like where do we go now that like we've exhausted this. And I was thinking, you know, because you have your your podcast, Third Time to Trauma, and I'm like, there's franchises now, but it seems like we're 10 deep. And I'm like, it's rare that a movie gets a three, let alone four. I'm like, it's it's rare. I'm like, what other fours are there? I'm like, oh, well, The Matrix, like Keanu just did another four. Mm -hmm. And I, it's hard to compare the two because there was like 20 years almost between the, you know, three and four of that. And there was like two or three years. It's like a different mm -hmm. thing altogether. It seems like the reception to this is much warmer than it was to The Matrix. Matrix four, yeah. But, like, I love that movie so much, and I'm like, this feels like there's a reason for this. Right. There's, they're right. exploring I mean. something, they're telling a story, and here it's just like, don't you want to see him kill more guys? It's like, yeah, kind of, but, like, not but really. Not, but kind of not. Like, and I hate to use a dirty word, but it 
also feels a bit like a cash grab and stuff. It's like, I feel like this production team and Keanu and everyone, they could be making another movie together, like a better movie. Well, like, I wish, I really wish that, like, I don't know if this is actually true or not, but if you take these, because this is, again, two hours and 49 minutes. If you make two 90-minute movies out of this, yep. I would probably really like both of them because yeah. you have to pace them each better as opposed to being like, here's two hours of setup to an hour Dude, of, of action. You know what else that comes from now, too, is all of the streaming television yeah. and stuff and trying to tell that type well, yeah, of no story. One, no at one that can pace. pace stories anymore, it's right? Pace. It's, yeah, it's impossible. It is because it's paced like four episodes of television and not yeah. a fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> Man, and it's a bummer because like there's such, such, such good stuff here that just doesn't shine through for mm-hmm. whatever reason and it's frustrating i would tell people so like okay so when when you watch like i watched recently swing time the fred astaire ginger rogers movie because okay. like I'm, I'm working through some list of whatever and i'm just like there's not enough dancing i'm like how do you have like a fred ginger movie and there's like four <laughs> dance numbers but like you can go on youtube and like watch those four dances and like i get the movie right right and like, i don't want to say do that for this but like you can kind of do that for this. What do I need to know? It's like, well, John Wick's trying to get revenge and he's trying to like avenge and like, you know, strike back at power. It's like, okay, cool. Okay, now watch these like three scenes. And like the scenes are like 10 or 15 minutes long. Like they're long, meaty scenes. And like, that's cool. But it's like, you don't need to know like the whole like, oh, like the the sands of time are running no, through the hourglass. No. Every John Wick movie, except for the first one, has the same exact plot, which is John Wick piss someone off. Mm-hmm. Because of the first movie. Uh And now they're coming to kill him. And Uh he has a specific amount of time before they kill him. So he has to kill them first. Yeah. So like he, they are shooting their way towards each other. And there's some, and someone makes an announcement and just like, Hey, everyone who like is an assassin out there. No, just hey, everybody. Just hey, everybody. Hey, everyone. uh, Here's where Mr. Wick, something wicked is and go kill him. Yeah. And every movie is like that. By like the middle of the second act, it's like people dropping what they're doing and like grabbing a gun and hunting John Wick. And he's just like, obviously like expecting it, going to get through it. It's just, well, I, I think like at the, it was at the end of the maybe the second one. I don't think it was the end of the first one, but the end of the second one where it's just like, oh no, the entire world is going to come after him. I'm like, oh, yeah. this is cool. And then you see, you're like, mm, the idea of it is kind of cooler than the execution because it's just like, right. how many times right. can he just like run against like oh, 50 idiots with a pistol who don't know how to, like these are apparently, you know, contract killers, professional assassins who are yeah. waiting around to hear about like this high profile deal. None of them even come close to killing him. Like it would be so incredible if, the actual government did get involved at this point. Like, they're like, Mr. President, we have a situation in New York City by the name of, don't tell me, John Wick. God well, like, damn that's it. Like, kind of <laughs> like, you know, you, you cross it over with like the purge, right? And they're just like, or something. I don't know. Or, or like you send, uh, you send You send Dom and his crew after him. Talk about Mr. Nobody's crossing over. Yeah. But it's along those lines now, it feels, where it's like, what's John Wick going to shoot next? A dinosaur? Like, what, like, is he going to shoot someone underwater? Like, is he going to shoot a shark? Um, it just feels like there's nothing human that I want to see him fight. Like, I want to see him dropped in a cage with a gorilla, a lion, and, like, an alligator. Right. But I did hear that he wants to do, um, Keanu, that is, wants to adapt his comic. Yes. That he that he wrote, that right? That he co-wrote. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and that looks really cool and brutal and sort of, like... Um, Along the lines of this, but different. Like, I'm cool with more like this. I just think the John Wick story has been told. I agree. And like, 
I'm okay. Like I love Ana de Armas and I think I will, I will watch ballerina for her. But like, if it's just the continental with all new characters, I'm going to be like, I don't need to see that. Yeah. And like, if it's Ian McShane and like, and he's the only one, it's just like, I don't need to see that. Well, what it needs to, if they need, what they need to do is like get a new Keanu. Like they need to find someone like Halle Berry would be perfect to bring back to center this entire franchise around again. Something of that, someone of that magnitude and star power. Granted, like she had a cool character, but there was nothing like amazing about it. But that's an opportunity to sort of craft that character now. You know, we, she had a daughter. They took her stuff and gave it to Donnie Yen. Mm -hmm. Like they should have just given the card to her. Yeah. That would have been been insane. It's so weird. And there was, there was a point in this movie where like, it's not like, again, my mind was kind of drifting, but they're like, they're talking to Ian McShane. They're like, don't you know the way, like the old ways or I'm like, I'm like, you're talking to Odin. Like he's Mr. Wednesday. Yeah, from American Gods, like oldest he, guy in he the knows movie. everything. Like, the only older guy that it took me forever to recognize was Clancy Brown. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. another waste. Well, he's like, like, he lost a lot of weight. I think he was like a very slim down Clancy Brown, but yeah. like he was cool, slim down Brown. Yeah, there were things like when when Keanu and Skarsgård are having their like how they're going to do the duel, and like there's just a bunch of like glass playing cards kind mm-hmm. of on the table, and like they don't explain it. It's just like you you know, I'm like that's cool, like, that's yeah. good storytelling. Then it's like, well, what if we did this, and what if we showed this, and like just dude like just trust your audience to like yeah just do it yeah so and i almost as much as i loved the warriors shout out and stuff i almost wish they didn't do that because it's just another thing of like we're kind of out of ideas Mm -hmm. to me it also feels like i felt like they already did that at some point in john wick maybe not that not quite so heavily because this they're like do you get it if you love the warriors you get this right Mm -hmm. like you understand what we're doing and um i could have probably done without that as much as as much as people seem to really love that part I think what was cool about the original, I think this might be my final thought, like what was cool about the original John Wick is that it felt like a culmination of Keanu's career, that he had been the Matrix, he had been Neo, he had done Point Break, he had done Speed, he hadn't done action really in a while, he bounced around from a bunch of different things, and so he's kind of in a way coming out of retirement, and like this is not a new thought, we talked about this on other episodes, and I'm sure everybody else has talked about this everywhere, he's back now, like Keanu is back, and you need to pay attention to him because like he's, he never went anywhere, right? and he's back now, he's proving that he's back, and then it's just like, all right, and he's still here, (laughs) but but that's 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 not a bad point because it's that was very much john wick is very meta in that sense because it's keanu saying yeah i i'm thinking i'm back i don't know if i'm if it it should this might be conceded or whatever because like i'm just the patron but like it bothers me as a viewer right to be like like you just said like he's back but he's only playing john wick like i want to see him right make other movies what other movie was he in since he's made John Wick, right? He did Knock Knock, which I love. Terrific. Okay. Valid. Ex- Perfect. Exposed also with Ana de Armas. Weird. Bad. Yeah, very bad. He was the voice of the, he was in the the trippy dream sequence or whatever in the movie. For Keanu. Keanu. Okay, yeah. cameo. Whole Truth, bad. Neon which Demon. was Whole Truth? Whole Truth was that lawyer movie. No, I blocked it out. Okay. Neon Demon, great. Okay, cool, but he's, cool. but he's, he's a side character, yes, right? Like that's cameo. still like, that's still, he's coming back. Then John Wick 2. Okay. Bad Batch, side oh, character awesome right but, but uh, yeah to the bone side character that was like the ballet the do- wait to the bone was like the um so weight ballet? loss the weight loss weight loss yeah yeah, the, yeah. okay yeah. The, yeah yeah siberia still not back bad destination wedding was like hey you know him and winona you love them replicas who oh boy oh my god what did he didn't oh my god that all probably was shot before john wick all these movies always be my maybe where he just has the ke- uh, cameo. cameo between two ferns cameo john wick three toy story four where it's just like kind he's of a cameo well, kind of a cameo bill and ted it's just like okay. a okay a return okay major resurrection is like a, a return another thing we've seen him and do. dc league of super pets and it's like 
So John Wick brought him back, and since he's come back, all he has done of like real note is yeah. in a leading role okay. is stuff that he did twenty years ago right. or thirty he years was ago. Ted again, and he was Neo again, and yeah. then lots of sort of cameos and just one scene. And he was in the SpongeBob thing that we didn't cover yet. And it's like, okay, so he's back. We all agree he's back. People love Keanu. People love Keanu in a way that like they don't love like the other people. Like people like make fun of Cage, and people are weird about Cruz because of the Scientology thing. And like people love Hanks, but like he kind of makes these boring movies or whatever. And like people love like unabashedly love Keanu and it's like okay what are you doing with this goodwill it's like uh more John Wick yeah dude and with the other but, also, like Berserker could be cool it could be um I've only read the first issue but it's cool and what also has happened since the first John Wick is like all these other John Wick like movies like we mentioned nobody but it's also like you know Atomic Blonde amazing movie but like there's a lot of these types of like it's become a popular genre again to take someone and turn them into a one man army and go through hell to get to the end it almost reminded me of a movie I rewatched, Joey, Hardcore Henry. Remember that? I do remember Hardcore Henry. And I saw Hardcore Henry in cool theaters. So did I. The first time I went to the new like AMC yeah. theater, they redid the shit and stuff. But like, such a fucking cool way to do John Wick is first person. First person shooter John Wick, basically. But like, like I feel like like the whole point of like a John Wick is that like you have Keanu on no, screen. No, but right? I'm just saying like it's, yes, a, it's yes, a way to yes, do. It's yes. like a fun. It's it's like you don't have to just like replace Keanu and take the same script and right. like, you know, gender swap it or whatever. Like those movies are fun and cool. But like, if you're going to do that, don't keep making John Wick movies, M move it, move it on to something. Like I want to see Keanu go to space or something. It's easier said than done, like reinventing the action genre or whatever. Right. But like you have guys who are great at this, you're bringing like, it's, it's big enough of a franchise now that you can kind of get whoever you want. Like Donnie Yen's like, yeah, why would I not want to be in a John Wick movie, right? Like, you can get anybody you want to come in here. You have people who are, like, some of the best stunt choreographers in the business. You have the talent to make these movies. And, like, you're not pushing yourselves. And I feel like it's complacency. I don't know what it is. You know what I mean? But it's just like... Yeah. I know Keanu as a actor, you know, he's he's flirted with the idea of going to Marvel. I really don't know if that's where he should be at the moment. I really, you know, like, I don't, I don't right. want to see him there necessarily. I'd rather see him in like Star Wars, but I don't think that's on his radar at either. I don't, you know, I don't think he's that kind of franchise player. So it's kind of hard to be like, well, how cool would it be if like he was the star of the new Aliens movie or mm -hmm. like that kind of thing. But then again, it's like, I want him to do something fresh. Like I don't want him to get locked into like a sequel kind of culture again or any of that kind of stuff like it, like john wick was also praised because it like started this whole franchise right. you know it like it was a new thing that they could then you know perpetuate um i think it's time to close the book with him personally like keanu uh and i want to see him like do this again with something fresh right whether that's berserker or something else and like i right. you know when we did our keanu the golden hot dogs Right. We were like, <laughs> I forgot we called him. That, we were like, yep. there's three or four different types of things that he can do really well. And like, there's other stuff that he's not really very well suited for. And yeah. like, I think it's fine. Like he doesn't have to like completely reinvent himself every time, but like, don't just keep rehashing and remixing the same thing because we love him. And like, I've never, I mean, getting through his eighties high school stuff was tough, but like once mm -hmm. we got through that, like for the most part, for most of the run, I didn't love every movie, but like, I still like, like, like I never lost love for him. Like I'm still going to be in this corner. I'm still going to be rooting for him. 
just do something else, man. Yeah, dude. I'm I'm at the point with him now that I was with Cage like a while ago that I am with like certain actors earlier is that like I need to see this guy in a Western now. I need mm-hmm. to see him be a genre well, actor. Well, we have like a little bit of the Western in the beginning and then like it never goes back to it, right? Where it's like yeah. he's, he's literally like dry, riding a horse through the desert. I'm like, oh. But this would have been the perfect movie to, to, to parody like uh, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly or yes. something like that. Like I need to see him fight up, fight or Well, be... instead Black Adam did that. And so, so amazingly no so one else well. should ever try it like this is in lieu of like being a superhero kind of stuff i don't want that like i don't want him to join like dcu and that kind of thing i want to see him like fight or be a monster you know mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. keanu reeves monster hunter again like go out to outer space i don't know if he's ever has he ever left the planet i can't remember but i would love to see him in some other big sci-fi kind of space epic of some kind like there's just such there's just so many things like right. i want to see him in now any other thoughts about john wick chapter four no so john wick chapter three was parabellum but no other sequel had a subtitle which i think oh, is is weird didn't? right Two wasn't like the marker. Just chapter two. Yeah, man, it, it's a lot. It, it's it's a lot. Like you come out of it. It's not quite like I'm not saying it's like Cats, Joey. You know, the first frame of that movie, I was like, get me out of here. I know what I'm in for. But like by the end of this, I was exhausted. Like right. I was fucking exhausted because I just watched a guy like kill a thousand people, um, like a million different ways. And I don't know if that's healthy to keep watching. To be quite honest, in the, this day and age, on IMDb, he's got six in production upcoming projects. Do that John car Wick, movie. John Wick Chapter 5. No, no. Don't know just... how. Um, Ballerina, also John Wick. Constantine 2, because that's coming oh, back. Oh, okay. All right. Cyberpunk 2077 like... Phantom Liberty, which is the expansion pack to the video game. Sure. Uh, make that movie. Berserker, which we talked about, and Outcome. And I don't know what Outcome is. So... There's plot under wraps. Oh, it's a Jonah Hill movie, apparently. So, Oh, no, that doesn't bode well uh, after the last one. But, I mean, he's a cool dude and all, you know, Saved Kanye, I guess, but like, ah, uh, what happened to that like race car movie? It's off the it's off the grid. Was it that was rally car? The, I, rally I guess, car. I guess it's gone. Oh man, that bums me out because like that's exactly the kind of thing I'm talking about. Like, it feels like it's a personal passion kind of thing of his. I know he likes motorcycles. There's a lot of car stuff in John Wick. Like, it would have been great to have seen him like in that world. Especially after what we saw in Viva Las Vegas, what we'll be talking about soon. But like, I am all you into rally movie, cars. man. <laughs> <laughs> Go check out Viva Las Vegas or Viva Pod Vegas uh, in the next day or two because we'll have more to say there. But yeah, but any thoughts about this? No, movie? no, no. I think I'm good to go. All right. For all things Keanu Club and all things, all like 3,000. Actually, I wonder how many episodes we have on this on this dang network now. Do I still have this as a 2,700 episodes, though? 2,720 episodes. Go to cageclub.me slash shows, poke around. New episodes almost every day. Lots of things going on at cageclub.me. But, you know, email. If you want to get, if you want to email on the show, mailbag at cageclub.me. Let us know what upcoming Keanu movies you're most excited about. Um, if there's anything we've missed other than the, the Sponge, like, did you see the SpongeBob movie? No, because it wasn't like hit by the pandemic or something. I don't, I don't know. know. I think, I think so. my niece and nephew were, were just too old for that one. So, I mean, if you want to go, you know, if we should watch that email in mailbag at cageclub.me, but we'll be back at some point. I don't know if there's anything, I don't, I don't know if there's anything like concrete in the future yeah, for him. Weird, They're right? all like, but again, he dies in this movie. I don't know how you're going to do a John Wick 5, but make whatever. it an anime. Yeah. Anyway, go check out the Elvis podcast if you like that, because we're doing that episode next. Would you watch an anime prequel about how he like was before he met his wife and stuff like that? No, or I don't really care. Do you like, care anymore? No, because it's I, done, like, right? It's just like, oh, so he was good at his job. Or like recast the young John Wick. I'm always interested. Like we've talked about that on every podcast. Always, who do you get as the young version of whoever, who do, right? Who do you get? The guy who played Elvis would be a good Austin Butler. Keanu. Yeah. 
Man. You know, I was thinking it would be a good Elvis uh, at some point. Joseph Gordon-Levitt might have been mm. able to pull off Elvis. Maybe. I think he's too thin. I don't know. Who well, knows? He put on like 25 pounds. Yeah, that's true. A little makeup. Yeah. He did Bruce suit. Willis. Scott Atkins' fat suit from this movie. Who knows? Anyway, I'm Joey Lewandowski. And I'm Mike Manson. And we'll tell you all about it next time right here on Keanu Club. Keanu Club.